welcome to another episode of the Somewhat Entertaining with Ben and I, but without Ben, um, but we've actually got Ben Dreschler on the line today um, with the whole COVID-19. Um, we're all in isolation and we're relying on, um, I suppose, the internet to get our podcast out there. Um, so Ben, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Um, what's been happening? Thanks for having me. Very um, lucky to be on the podcast. Yeah, not too much. Isolation is very interesting. Um, it's weird not being able to yeah. see see mates and not being able to train for soccer as well. Like, obviously, you see how important yeah. it is to you when you don't have it. So, yeah, yeah. Are, we, are you like are you struggling big time or? Uh, oh, not really. Still- I'm I'm working at um I'm still working at Cole, so I've been able to sort of see um sort of get my social contact through that, like chat with workmates and things like that. But um, you'd be uh, running the place down, wouldn't you? You've been there for about fifteen or twenty years. Yeah, yeah, just about that. No, I've been there for about, uh, I think like just a tick over seven years now, which is a long time. Um, yeah. But, uh, it's been a pretty good job to me, but um, yeah, no, I sort of run a yeah. place. Yeah, a bit of a king down there. No, fair enough. Are you working elsewhere as well? Yeah, um, I finished um, my degree last year uh, studying exercise physiology and um, got a job down in Melbourne. Um, but it's yeah, gone, nice. yeah, sort of gone online now, so I'm still doing that three days a week. Yeah, what's that? What do you do with that? What's that based around? Um, so it's long-term functional rehab for veterans. Um, so working with oh, nice, nice. It sounds a bit boring. It sounds a bit boring though. Like, doesn't it's not appealing at all. (laughs) Uh, Uh, It feels like it's repetitive work. Oh no, not really. Like every client's different, has different um conditions and stuff, which makes it interesting. And yeah, but you kind of like it then. Would you ever think talk? Would you ever do football like orientated um rehab? Um, oh well, previously I've just watched and watched the Sunderland till we die season, and I'd love to be inside the four walls there and like work in like rehab with their players that get injured and things. But um, maybe yeah. later that track. But um, normally you need to be very experienced to get into that sort of field. Like if you work in the AFL or something like that. So. Yeah, I'm with you because at the moment I'm coaching, and I reckon eventually I'd like to be full time coach. Yeah, and I might have to get you on board. Yeah, be um part of my um. I guess it's rehab team. I reckon would make a great would make a great team. Oh, it'd be dynamic team, um, mate. mate. Someone's oh, someone's got to do the job because it feels like um, I think it's like for me especially I struggled heaps because there was never anyone like you um, when I was growing up. Yeah. Like I, it was always me doing everything myself, and I suppose I was always doing the wrong the wrong things, and that's why I was always I was injured every second week. Yeah, like because so- my rehab wasn't up to par. Yeah, hundred percent. Because if you're doing things the wrong, yeah, way. are you doing that at your current club at the moment? Um, I'm not doing it, but um, we actually had so um during my sort of um, year of graduating, we had another another three people also um play at the soccer club this year. So we've had um, one bloke's been running the strength and conditioning program. Um, his name's Hernan Perez. Um, and then we've got yeah. another another two EPs that we're all sort of running around, sort of helping each other out. So um, yeah, there's I've sort of been helping like whenever um. Hernan needs some help. I sort of give him a hand and just some advice and stuff. But um, the best yeah. is that on a weekly basis with them boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always at the club. Yeah, we have a um, we have a like extended warm up, um, and then we also have an injury prevention at the end of our trainings, which just do a few extra exercises, um, which targets um, mate. Yeah, which targets. Um, no, surely you guys would win the league then, won't you? Yeah, no, we're very fit, but obviously now um, it's all from home and stuff, so. COVID's definitely gotten in the way of LT fitness. With the COVID-19, yeah. I hear um, that's a bit of a bummer. Even though with with the COVID-19 at the moment, that's actually stopped the EPL. And that's 
it's, it's a bummer. Hey, like, what do you reckon? Like, at the moment, um, there's a lot of uh, opinions on what should be done with the league title. Like, do you reckon Liverpool should be given the title? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I've heard you talk about it in like the last couple podcasts. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge. I haven't really followed the league much, but Liverpool seem to have been the best team of the year. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think they have to like not give it to them though, just because they haven't played all the games. Because um, I think it is okay. very unfair for those teams that would get relegated um, based upon if you take away the games and things like that. I think it's a bit difficult, but. Nah, don't give it to him. Are you saying that because are you saying that but because you're an Everton fan now? Yeah, yeah, deep down, don't want to see Liverpool do too too well. So <laughs> yeah, because it's but I'm a United fan, and being honest with you, like I could see I wouldn't mind if they were relegated just because, um, like it's not fair them winning, so you may as well just I guess it's just relegated. Yeah, yeah, like they don't belong in the Premier League anyways. Yeah, well, if Everton were winning the league and. They got suspended. I'd probably want them to get paid out, but you're kidding. I would. I would. Yeah. I think. Nah, it's mate. Very biased. Yeah. Um, but it's. I could. It's also saying that Everton should also be relegated. Like they shouldn't be in the Premier League. Like they struggled most weeks, anyways. Yeah. Well, they struggled at the start. That's what I started watching. Um, uh, my housemate. He also goes for Everton. Um, Jesse and. Yeah, we were hooked on at the start of the season. We watched the first maybe three or four games, and they Everton was. Terrible. They lost like they lost and drew most of the games, and I don't know. I just turned it off for the rest yeah. of the year. So I didn't really. No, nah, fair enough. It sounded like your um your team under Aaron Vissers a few years ago, um when you guys I think you won the league before the yep. year before, and then just practically lost every second game the year that he came in. Yeah, yeah. Does that sound a, that sound a bit similar? Yeah, yeah, very similar. Um, had had the quality players, but um just the sort of the the way we played and the game like sort of the tactics that we were um, trying to play just sort of didn't work with the players, I think. But um, yeah, yeah, a little bit similar. So do you reckon if it was another coach who kind of knew their stuff, it would have been different? Um, so like Goffy again? Yeah, well, I think if Goffy didn't leave, it would have been fine. But um, yeah, he obviously wanted to finish on a high and so did like a few other players mm. as well, which is um, which is fine. But so yeah, is definitely. It, is, that played a part, is that played a part in you leaving that season then? Um, oh, yeah, well, obviously the the season under Aaron Vissers was pretty difficult at um, just because it was obviously a new coach and everyone was sort of up and about when he was coming. But when he did get there, yeah, um, and then sort of implemented a few different things, and then obviously results tell themselves. So results definitely influence how clubs react as well. So I think we, yeah, we did lose a few points early on in the year, um, which definitely cost sort of the morale of the group. And then, yeah, so I guess it did sort of tie into. Um, not having the the greatest year as successfully was. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's probably. Would you say Would you say it was a lead up though? Like things occurred um, years before, or like before Aaron came in and that played a part in the um, the failure of not winning the league, or just even you leaving that season. Um, yeah. Well, obviously we won the, the three peat um, before that, and then we had about four or five senior players um, leave the leave the club. Um, just for just different reasons, um, and also lost the coach. So, yeah, it def- definitely did impact the next season. Yeah, because um, that's like, yeah, because me looking at it back now, like I remembered playing, I think I was at Eagle Hawk, and you guys pumped us in the grand final, like 6-1. Yeah. I think it was like your second last year of 18s, and um, that team was expected to play seniors because it was beast. 
like yeah. everyone was 99 rated on FIFA. <laughs> um, what happened? Like what happened there? Just they've all they just they just all quit as well. Um, that I was think... meant to be the next senior. Wait, you mean the younger people or? Yeah, or just even your youth team from that year. And um, what happened there? Um, yeah, a few players obviously went up. Um, but yeah, like people sort of drop away from soccer um, eventually as well, like I did as well. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, but obviously, yeah. But uh, that's see, that's what I don't understand. Like, I still don't understand why. Obviously, you went left struck out to get it footy. Yeah. Um, what? What? Was there any other reasons to why that that occurred? Um, oh, probably one of the main reasons I've always loved. Like everyone loves kicking the footy, um, and I've, I'm a Tiger supporter as well, so I'm very religious about that. Um, and yeah. I've always wanted to try footy, like a lot of a lot of people have. And some people tried footy when they were younger, but I sort of stuck to soccer right up until I was, you know, um, up, up until I was 19, and then I tried footy for a year. But um, yeah, like I said, after we won the three flags in a row at Strath, I was only a part of two of them, but in the seniors, um, yeah. we had a few we had a few players leave, um, and then we had the bad year with Aaron. Um, not his fault, but just a club club sort of had a bad year. And then the next year, um, there was talks of everyone that left the, f- the following year that were going to come back. Um, yeah. Which I, I didn't take really well at the time. Um, I think only just because how, how hard the year was prior that, um, that I sort of felt like we were like carrying the load a bit just because we had a lot of players leave. And then to hear some people were just going to come back to the club and sort of get sort of praise if um, the club did get successful again, I sort of would have felt a bit hard, yeah. I think, just because I was there when it was tough. Yeah, how did you take it then? Because obviously you would have been, um, there was rumours going around that you were being groomed to be the next captain of Strath to take over from Motto. Um, how did you find How did you find them rumours? Yeah, well, yeah, Goffey always said to me that I was going to be the next captain and I didn't really think much of it. And then sort of, um, yeah, that season, the season, the pre-season that I left, um, unofficially got... Um, got asked to be captain, but I'm not sure. I can't really remember whether I accepted or not. But then if, I think it was a, yeah. a week later. Obviously, um, yeah, trained at footy a few. Was times. that was that was that when you decided to go play footy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sort of all happened within a few weeks. So um, obviously, my head wasn't in it if I got off, offered a captaincy and just didn't want to play. So obviously, yeah, it was a little bit. Yeah, yeah, didn't really want to. No, that makes sense. So why why South Bendigo? Like, what made you go to South? Um, um, is there any reasons behind that? Yeah, I had a mate through work. Um, his name's Tom McGee. Um, he played there in the seniors and he loved it. And I always used to talk to him about footy. Um, and I went and watched him a couple of times the year before. Um, and they yeah, just shout out. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, he was actually yeah. yeah. He was on the chase the other night, so shout out to him. <laughs> Wait, he was on the chase. Yeah, on on Prime. Yeah. You're kidding. No, he was on there. It was very cheeky. It was a good episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he yeah he he told me to come to a few trainings, and I was like, all right, I'll come to a few trainings. And um, I think yeah, South were they're sort of known as a young club, um, which was obviously why I wanted to go there. I wanted to get you know make a few friends and just enjoy like club culture. Um, yeah. And yeah, my first training session I actually went there. Um, what the the seniors coach, some guy come up to me and introduced himself and then took me through the warm up and then sort of looked after me most of the session and then at the end of the session I found out that he was the the div one uh, seniors captain and coach and I was I know I think after that the impression that they made and the effort they went to I was like well I'm I'm going to play footy 
um, for the year. And yeah. Just yeah, and I had a few mates that also played there, but apart from that, I didn't really know anyone at the club. Do you reckon that was back in its draft style? Um, uh, oh, not overly, I think. Because, yeah, I think we yeah. did have, um, like, people were going to be coming back, so it wasn't more like new players were coming to the team, it was more old players were going to come back, so I think that induction process wasn't really going to be needed. Was it ever... So I felt like, I think, it's, for example, like at Colts last year, we got to the point to where I think at the start of the season, people maybe want to kind of play, and that was why I went out for Colts, because young Tommy Tay was out there and a few of the other mates. But and then it just got to the point to where like there was, it, it just kind of lost its feel to where I didn't want to be there anymore because it wasn't actually welcoming as what you kind of, as what you mentioned itself. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And um, it's different sports, but um, yeah, culture is a huge thing. Um, but it's just, yeah, and the people around you as well. Obviously, you had a good group of people or just players at South that just helped you out and made you want to come to every training session because yeah. you liked what was going on and, like, just the vibe and the atmosphere which was created um, by players. And is that – do you reckon that played a part in you going to Latrobe now as well or what happened there? Um, yeah, definitely. Like, what you said about, um, yeah, trying at footy, like, I sort of see – like moving to footy was a chance for me, like as a person to grow. Um, yeah. And obviously like, you know, learn a new sport, go, and go outside my comfort zone. And that's why obviously why I left Strap because it was comfort zone, wanted to get out and go as a person. And then, yeah, um, yeah, played footy for a couple of seasons. And then... Um, but how did you find, how did you, how did you find um, adjusting to footy? Um, because that, was that a big move? Or was that a big adjustment or, or was it, you found it easy? Yeah, it is different. Um, the, it, it was a lot more professional than how I found soccer. Um, just because there was a lot more, the community gets around footy a lot more in Bendigo and it's probably about 10 times more popular, I reckon. But um, yeah, the adjustment yeah. was very interesting. Like it's it's similar to soccer because you can sort of read the game, but in terms of skills, like I found my skills were just a little bit lower than other people because people played the, the whole life, but my skills were a bit off. Yeah. But, um, yeah like what what position were you playing? I played a bit of everywhere. My first ever game of footy, I played in the ruck against, um, I played in the seniors as a ruck. And I played against this um, beast of a human being. And then, yeah. what, Do you remember what game against, what was against? Uh, it was a practice game against Ball and FC. Um, and there was actually a few ex-AFL players they had on their team. Um, Holy shit, yeah. Yeah, it's, right. like, yeah, it's a memorial game that we play every year because someone who passed away for South, um, he played for both South and Ball. So we have a, a practice yeah. game for them every year. Um, and they have a really good team. And, yeah, I got thrown into the deep end playing seniors. But... Eventually, I um, yeah played. I played my first year at South. I played reserves and sort of played um, half back um, and yeah a little bit um, key position sort of back as well. Yeah. Then, yes, I sort of played in a lot of different play uh, positions, and then the next season at, at uh, South Bendigo as well, I played uh, half in the seniors and half in the resies, and then like in the seniors, I played a few games forward as well. So um, I think just yeah, was, I was, was that a would you say that the first few games at um, playing footy was a big wake-up call, that you had a lot to learn, um, a lot more to learn than what you thought? Yeah, 100%. Um, when you switch codes? Yeah, 100%. Like, you sort of, you go in there and you sort of see how obsessed people are and how, how it just naturally comes to people. And then you obviously have to, if you're new to a sport, you have to work a lot harder. Um, you know, you might have to train longer. You might have to do a few more skill sessions. But, um, 
doing all that, I feel like I sort of grew as a person and was able to, um, you know, get better skills, better life skills. Yeah. So do you reckon that, um, I guess it's what you did at the start, helped you out for the rest of the season or the high yards that you put in um, when you first switched codes? Yeah, 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 100%. Um, yeah, like it's good. You had, like, obviously there's more players on a footy team, so then you sort of get a lot more opportunities to get extra sessions in or um, people um, uh, like older players at the club can sort of help you through things as well. Um, so there's like yeah. a lot of mentoring as well, so which is really, which is really yeah. nice, really a welcoming no, club. Fair enough, yeah. What did I, what did I, because obviously you're now back playing soccer, what made you leave AFL? Or what made you leave South Bendigo? Yeah, yeah, well, I, yeah, I love footy. Like, it was so good. Um, and then I think it was, yeah, the start of 2019, so the start of last year, um, we had a few yeah. practice games. I did the whole preseason with footy, and then we had a f- few practice games. Um, and uh, I think I found myself in the reserves, and we played, we were playing against Barham. Um, and, yeah, I was just sort of playing the game, and I just, on the field, I just felt really off, and I just wasn't really enjoying myself on the field and just didn't really want to go into a contest hard or, like, just didn't really want to get a kick. Like, I didn't really want the ball, and then I just sort of thought about yeah. it after that. Um, and during that time as well, I also had been to a couple Sunday sessions um, with the new club, Latrobe, um, and, yeah, kicking a soccer ball around, it just felt like it was in my blood, <laughs> as they say, but... Like, I just love so yeah. much kicking the soccer ball around and just, um, yeah, it's just obviously a, a lot different because footy's such a different sport. Like, you're using your upper body, you're using a different, like, an oddly shaped ball, but then soccer's just grounded. And, um, yeah, I felt like I was a lot – soccer come nat- more naturally to me, whereas footy, obviously, you have to, you have to try really hard to, to obviously improve your skills. Um, yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah. yeah but so, after, who, after that, so who made you – yeah, as you were um, saying. After that Barham game, um, I just sort of said to my coach, look, I just – I don't think I'm going to play this year. I just did not enjoy today. And I think that did lead into – I was playing soccer and I was really optimistic. Like, geez, if I played soccer this year, I'd be um, – I'd have such a good season. Whereas with footy, I was just um, – my head wasn't really in it. And if your head's not in it, there's no point doing it because it's just going to yeah. be a great were you guys losing? Were you guys winning games, though, like at that period of time when you decided to um, switch – um, Switch back to soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were sort of um, in the reserves. We were sort of um, in like the big four, so sort of uh, third or fourth. Um, and yeah. yeah, like we we smashed that team that day. Like we had a great game. But I think footy, because there's so many players on the field, as much as the team goes well, you sort of want to make sure that you play well as well. So if you're feeling like you're not playing well as a player, you can sort of yeah go under the radar a bit and just sort of not get many touches, I guess. Like, I think that game, like, it was, I was a little bit quiet as well, which doesn't help. Yeah, I'm with you. So, what, who was out Who was out at Latrobe that made you come across? Um, yeah. Why, why didn't you go back to Strathdale? Because, obviously, you spent you spent all your junior career, or I think you said you mentioned that you won, like, six championships the other day at Strathdale. Like, why didn't you go back there? Yeah, yeah. Won, won a lot at Strathdale. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually, when I was playing footy, I had a few, like every year, I'd probably have a couple of people from Strathdale messaging me saying, like, come on, give footy up. Like, um, it's time to go back to what you're, what you're good at and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, my mate Connor, um, Connor Vanderstay, who actually, he, he was going to be the coach of the, of the Latrobe in the first season. He's like one of my best mates. And, and he was sort of always messaging me, like, come to training, um, come have a kick and things like that. And he sort of, um, 
yes, he sort of was a huge part in me deciding to play soccer there. Um, also had a mate, yeah. um, Hernan, who I mentioned was running the strength and conditioning program. And um, we spent summer semester at uni together and just about every day he'd probably be talking about soccer and how, how good it is and how, how keen they are for the season. And um, he was buying me, like he bought me lunch one day is trying to convince me to play, yeah. things like that. So yeah, I had a few people that tried to get me um, there. And that's what kind of got you in drug and that, that's, that, that, that's what got you across to the trip at the end of the day, like the boys, um, your mate, you wanting to play with your mates again? Yeah, not so much. I don't think it was the boys. I think it was like why I left Strathdale. It was more as like personal development. I felt like if I went and tried, like obviously La Trobe was their first ever season. And I felt like yeah. that was that was too good of an opportunity to, to give up is to not be a part of a team in their first season. Like it's pretty special. Like um, there's – I know it's never it doesn't Obviously happen. you went in knowing that you'd you'd lose every game that we got. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. It's just one of those things like obviously it was gonna be difficult, but I feel like it would have been a good way to learn and just sort of be outside my comfort zone again, like I've mentioned. Yeah. How did you how did you find your first year um, back at uh, back playing soccer with the trade? Was that a big um was it a big difference compared to your last year playing soccer at at Strathdale? Um yeah, it was completely different, like we had, um, I think, only about two or three players had played soccer the, the previous year at La Trobe. So Is that in one team? Yeah, yeah. I think we only had You're about... You're kidding. Yeah, we only had about two or three players or something very, very small about who had actually played soccer the, the season before. So, um, the, obviously, the skills were um, pretty low. <laughs> Um, the drills yeah. were very the drills are very basic um, and it was just a it was just a major learning environment and I felt like I was actually um, in like sort of helping out people um, becoming better at soccer and just sort of giving them little tips and stuff because everyone was okay. just growing and growing and growing but yeah the, the quality was obviously a lot lower and I think we played um, our first game we lost to Moama 3 0 um, and then the second game we actually won against Epsom at home. Um, and that game yeah, but that's not that wasn't hard to do though thinking about it now no yeah like, Epsom, weren't, Epsom weren't that great like I could have beaten them <laughs> I could beat them yeah but I think at the time I was on top of the world like that was probably one of the best like feelings I've ever felt at the end of the game um, not to talk myself up but had a bit of a yeah. got best got best on that game <laughs> uh, right, right. did you score no nah, no nah, I did a like a match saving tackle at the end um, so the, the player got past the keeper and then I sort of, as yeah. he was having a shot at an open goal, I sort of slid and then took the took the ball out for a corner, and then the whistle blew after a couple of minutes later. And yeah, very up and kind of you, yeah, you got the results for Latrobe at the end of the day. <laughs> that's what matters. That's yeah. like that's your me time there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So what's this uh, compared to last year? Is the squad doing a lot better? Uh yeah, yeah. Looking very good this year. We had um, a lot of new players come, um, and then we basically kept all of our players from last year. Um, and then all our players from last year already looking probably oh, five, six times better than what they were last year. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the new players that we've got have just straight senior players that we've got. So um, they've definitely yeah. made the players that were there last year had to train a lot harder and stuff. And then if you're training for spots, it makes the, the quality go up a bit as well. So I think, yeah, this yeah. year, I think one of our first training sessions we did have, we had a, like a little practice game and it was probably the best football that we've played since like the whole club existence so obviously what kind of coaching is actually playing is starting to be implemented then in other words yeah yeah 100 um 
It's so what's, what's you like as a coach? Well, not being biased at all, because I know that he's one of your best mates. But yeah. I guess on the football pitch, it's completely different. Like, obviously, you look at him as a coach rather than as your best mate. Yeah. Yeah, and it is difficult sometimes because, obviously, it's hard to separate um, coaching and then being someone's mate. Um, and I think he did yeah. he did struggle with that in the first year um, because, obviously, it's hard, you know, trying to become mates with everyone, but then at the same time being a serious coach. Um, but during this, this season, this the preseason, he's definitely changed um, and improved a lot more that he's um, sort of uh, – he's also – he studies um, teaching as well. So he's sort of teaching – it's more about teaching us how to play rather than sort of um, telling us how to play and things like that. And he's definitely – yeah, I've sort of <laughs> spun around a circle then. But, yeah, he's definitely improved a lot better this year as a coach. And yeah. I think it's really clear a lot of the players know what's expected in different positions and stuff and he's – He's getting a lot of players to play in probably uh, two or three different positions to make sure that we all know what's going on. Even, you know, for example, if I'm playing centre-back, I know exactly how to play left-back or a midfield position. Um, yeah. What's you, what's you say here about him um, giving everyone a 50-page 50, 50 playbook? What's the go with that? Yeah, try 100 pages, mate. <laughs> um, hundred, so what, yeah. what happened there? Like, what's the go with that? I honestly think he was, he was really bored one day and he just thought, I'm just going to plan how we're going to play this year because he's a he's just a mad football fanatic um and then he's yeah i think it was about a 70 or 80 page document just about um yeah how we want to play our football this year and i think um i think it was really good because um it just had a lot of information but there was obviously too much information not a lot of people would have read it but it was and what was did, did he give it to every senior player at the club or yeah he made it access to everyone um and then i think obviously when the season was going to start we were going to go into a going to it a lot more depth because we started focusing on um, a lot of the defence side because we conceded a lot of goals yeah. last year. So the, what we had done in the preseason was focusing on our defence um, and then it was he was constantly referring to the to the playbook as well. Um, but, yeah, we would have definitely delved into it, but then the season come to a... Yeah, because obviously when you say, like, the play... Like, you um, defensively, you conceded a lot of goals. Like, I scored my first goal against Fletcher in the twos. I think, yep. I'm not too sure if you were there or not. I think yeah, I was there. It was at Colts. Yeah. Were you there that game? It was like um, yeah. top corner, last two sec, last two minutes um, of the game. And we, had to, we were playing with 10 players for most, I think, for about 70 minutes. Yep. One of our players got red carded, yep. as usual. <laughs> and, um, yeah, obviously, things like that aren't going to stop it, though. Like, it's your playbook is, is not going to do much when you've got when you're playing against players like me yeah yeah well I think that's like last year was a lot different to this year as well like uh, last year we had a lot of players in the reserves that um basically had no idea what they were doing and they had no soccer experience whatsoever um which definitely allows someone like you to just go up and score a score was it equalizer yeah yeah it was like like 40 50 yards out yeah um (laughs) top corner but and then it was I think what made it even better it was the fact that um I think, it's, as you know, I went to a training session at Latrobe last year, and I really wanted to play for Latrobe. Yeah. Um, because it was, I just came back from my trip overseas, and I wanted to do something different. And yep. then it was, I think, the session that I went to was possibly one of the worst sessions I've ever ever experienced. And Connor was actually coaching, or was running that session, and to score the goal against him was, I think, it made it a hundred times better than what it was. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. Um, I do remember um, when you come for a couple of sessions. It was yeah. Session. yeah, but I think it was like it was like. But I think I think I left. Obviously, you mentioned at the start that last year at Latrobe there was a lot of players 
that come in that have never played the game and you kind of just have to play play them in the reserves. Yeah. But trying to run tr- trying to run training sessions with them as well as your senior players doesn't really work out well. Yeah. At all. Like it's it's different to playing at Strath to where you can play you can train with the reserves but you know that you'll still you'll still learn something or so you'll still get something out of your session. Yeah, 100%. Where Latrobe isn't that. So I'm guessing, I'm hoping it's changed though because it'd be a bummer to see you guys not succeed yeah. um, because obviously you've done, like you guys have put in a lot of work to try and get some success out of it. Yeah, I think last year with the pre-season, it was very like the skills were a lot lower than what I expected as well. So like when I uh, come across, I was like, um, enjoying that like there was I thought there was going to be more players that would come um, in terms of like more quality senior players so it was obviously yeah. a, big, a sort of a wake-up call like when we had some results that didn't go our way I went oh, okay like the football we're playing we're not obviously getting the results like um, but I think the same as you, you probably had a high expectations coming in that the football was going to be up but if you look at like the stat of only probably two or three players played last year um, it's probably a bit, bit more of an indication of why the drills were a bit basic and things but I think definitely looking back on last year now and how we have trained this year, it definitely was worth it. Yeah, nice. So who are some of your bigger players that have come across this year? Um, yeah, but a name them or is it, is it confidential until the season starts? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't even know if it's worth naming people because I don't even know if the season's going to go ahead now. <laughs> don't you reckon? <laughs> oh, well, I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, we've actually got that many that... Um, I don't know how how long you got in terms of naming players, but um, oh, I think name is two or three big ones that have come across because I heard Caderson's come across. I missed it, Josiah. Yeah, yeah, Cado's one. Um, he's he's fit into the back line pretty well. Um, yeah, yeah, he's a really good player. He's he's even a better bloke off the off the field as well. He's slotted straight into our um, pro clubs up front as well. So um, he's been he's averaging. What's about the pro a, clubs? Uh, yeah, well, our, our clubs we've sort of got about. 15 blokes that play FIFA like all the time and we've got a pro clubs. We just made um division division one the other day, so shout out to the boys. Oh solid. So what's yeah. wait, so what I still don't know the pro clubs obviously FIFA. Yeah, yeah. And what you play against each other online, or is that are you guys all in the one team? Yeah, we're all in the one team, um, and you play online against other clubs. Um and yeah, there's just amazing culture behind it. But yeah, everyone um Kato's been a great addition up up top in that. Um and yeah, he's been I think he even mentioned himself um, coming to coming to Strathdale. Uh, sorry, coming to Strathdale, coming to Latrobe. He just he felt so welcomed and just he just said he he fit in so well. Um, and everyone really loved yeah. him. Um, another player so as well. So there's not, yeah, I like that. Yeah, another player as well. Um, uh, Morgan Tresize from Strathdale as well. Um, so Morgs, I knew Morgs when I played at Strath, and he he yeah. slotted straight into our back line as well. Um, he had a bit of. Did you play ones or twos? Um, hopefully playing ones. Um, but yeah, he he's we didn't even like people think that we've poached players and Narks plays that come, but he was pretty good mates with a couple of players um, that we yeah. had, um, and they basically didn't even say much to him, and he just said, "Yeah, I'm going to come play the next year." Because a lot of people have heard about the culture that we do have off the field, um, which we haven't really touched on. But off the field, it's probably yeah, probably the best culture I've been a part of. No, that's actually that's so, that's super nice. Like hearing that as well, because it's I think what I'd like to see, or like is, would like to see Latrobe do well. Yeah. And if they're recruiting players who will help them succeed, then it's actually better for the league overall. Yeah. And because it's like we're all sick of seeing like the, the likes of Strath and Eagle Hawk and some of the Shep teams winning everything. Like it's it'd be nice um, another club actually winning 
yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I remember I had a like we had a TV interview at the start of the like during the preseason this year, and I said like sort of sent out a bit of a warning to a few of the Strathdales and Eagle Hawks of the of the town because I think our team's looking really good, and I think we were a bit disappointed last year because obviously off the field it was just amazing yeah. culture. And everyone was like become best of mates. And then this year, everyone's still best of mates. But this year, uh, the, the football is starting to play is really good. We're starting to get that connection with each other, getting a few new players, um, everyone knowing the tactics a bit better. But yeah, off the field. Yeah. Like so what you're saying is that your so what you're saying is that Latrobe can actually win the league this year. Uh, if there's a season, <laughs> just really. If there's a season. season so what would yeah. the season? So would you say like um, I guess the minimum to play each team once? Would you be happy with that? Yeah, yeah. Any would any that be sort of would that be ten games plus finals? The various finals? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I I'm I'm yeah. I'm not saying I don't want to play. I'd love to play, but I think given the situation, yeah, if we could play everyone once, um, and then a final season, um, that'd probably be ideal. But um, I think any sort of football, like we were just sort of saying, like the other day it was a Sunday, we would be playing today, but we weren't, so it was a bit disheartening, but. Um, yeah, if we played everyone once, I'd love to play. But yeah, I think um, I think Latrobe could yeah have a few victories in this. Yeah, because it's because like if you were if you were saying if you were guaranteeing a season, let's say there was a season and you guaranteed Latrobe to um, make finals, I'd be at every game. I'd bring people along because that's something that like we'd all like to see. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. And. Um, yeah, we've got like a um, – we started up a, a little game day radio station as well. Um, oh, yeah? What's, yeah? what's that about? How does that work? Yeah, I was actually the one that um, was the that created it. We um, So on game day, we just thought we'd have like um, live commentary games, play interviews, coach interviews, um, and it's just – Oh, nice, of, yeah. Is that opposition coaches or just more – it's within like Latrobe, yeah, more of a banter? Yeah, we wanted to start it pretty internal and just sort of focus on ourselves. Um, and then eventually yeah. branch off to other, other teams and things like that. But I think it was just a really good way to um, sort of expose the club a little bit more and obviously try to become a little bit, um, uh, yeah, become a bit more popular among like the Bendigo community because obviously we've got a lot of the yeah. young, younger kids, like the uni kids. And but if we could get sort of, um, yeah, yeah, people. Sounds to- like you're the face. Sounds like you're the face of the trove at the moment. <laughs> yeah, well, like the trove is in a team without Ben Dreschler. <laughs> Well, I'm definitely um, the face of LP Radio, which is which is for sure. Yeah. Are you the captain of the squad as well? No, nah, the captain of the squad is um, our best and fairest from last year, Tyler Pitson. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you yeah. play Colts a few years ago? No, nah, he played at Epsom a couple a couple of years ago. But he, him and his mate Harry, um, they come across to Latrobe in the first season last year and were probably two of our better players, um, given that they had yeah. had a bit of experience of soccer. Um, Was that Harry Godfrey? Um, Harry, Harry Benowith. Benowith. Oh, yeah. I got the kid. He's all pace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. A kid he's a kid that's all, I think yeah. I played against him once or twice and he wrecked me. Yeah. Yeah. He's all pace. He shut like, me down. I think he scored a few goals too. So when, when he, when he had the courage to have a shot at goal, they, a lot of them went in, which was good. But yeah, he likes to, he's definitely one of the best dribblers of the ball. Like, um, he's definitely one of the better players to play against at training. Cause we always have really good matchups. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, him and, uh, Tyler, def- yeah, the captain this year. Um, but yeah, depends what year we. I'm have. actually a bit. Sh- I'm actually a bit shattered. You're not the captain because it feels like you could have captained Strath, and I reckon you captaining um, Latrobe would have been even just a bigger, a bigger deal. Or you would have actually helped them um, move on. 
yeah. or help them get to the next level. I think I think I'm still doing that. Um, I think as I'm vice captain anyway, so like it's still I'm still sort of a part of the leadership team. Um, but I, yeah. I sort of see Till he's like um, he's definitely like a good captain. Um, I'm not saying I'd be any better, but I think I'd definitely back him in because I think he can grow as a, as a player and a person to yeah. be a captain. Um, I think if I was to be captain, I would have preferred to be captain last year at Latrobe in their first year. But I got there, I got to the preseason. I think I got there too. I started committing to playing about three weeks before the season started. So I was a bit too late to the party. So you kind of more, you were just training and to see what it was like before yeah. you committed. Yeah. Yeah. And then I came. No, it's nice. Yeah. Did yeah. you end up making team of the season last year while we're talking? Nah, nah. I, I only played probably two-thirds of the game because my hamstrings decided to be string cheese last year. So. Hey, you're injury prone. You've got to stop carrying the team, Ben. Yeah, I was actually going to mention I um, Daniel Purdy was on the on the podcast last 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 podcast. Um, yeah, last, the I, other week. Yeah, when I played against Strathdale in the in, first time I played against Strathdale ever, um, it was about the uh, about the 40th minute. And I was sort of running back towards goal, one nil down, and then <laughs> I was chasing Daniel Purdy. And as, as everyone knows, he's probably one of the quickest blokes in Bendigo. And then my you're hamstr- kidding me. My hamstrings decided to give way, um, <laughs> chasing yeah. him down, and then had to go off. Hey, just, I'm with you. Yeah. You're saying Daniel Purdy's the quickest person in Bendigo. I'm actually Usain Bolt. <laughs> oh, he's probably <laughs> one, of, one of the quickest players. But I think one of the quickest, yeah. I think not pace, but just in terms of um, like dribbling, and then obviously being really clinical. Okay, yeah, fair. I think that's he's really good at that. Yeah. Like when he's got his head out of his ass. Yeah, but I had him in my pocket for the first forty minutes, given the. What just cooled you? Your hamstring gave way. Yeah, and then we decided to concede another twelve for the rest of the game. So. Yeah, how did you find playing against Strath? Because obviously you're a Strathdale boy, like born and bred into yeah. the club, and yeah. then you've left. Um. Yeah, it was interesting. What was that like? It was definitely mixed feelings. I was pretty nervous playing. Um. We actually played a preseason game against them, so it was one of the first games I've actually, I've, like, proper games I played, and it was against Strathdale. And I think we only lost two one, um, and I was sort of very, we we're all optimistic for the season. But yeah, it was definitely weird playing there because I obviously grew up there, loved my time there, loved all the, like, still, yeah. still love a lot of the, blo- like, a lot of the blokes there. Um, so yeah, it was definitely challenging playing there and going there and being in the away rooms and things like that. Um, and yeah, it is hard yeah. if you don't. Um, if you if you sort of change clubs, I'm not, you've probably changed clubs a few times as well, but you sort of lose contact with a few people as well because you don't have that routine that you see them every week. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think I played, we played at Strathmore together. Well, yeah. last my last year before I went overseas, I played and um, and it was like made a lot of friends with, and then you you just lose contact. Like you don't mean to. It's just the fact that it's it's life. You kind of move on. Yeah, hundred percent. Which is a bit of a bummer. Yeah, it makes it difficult when you can't see people at training and stuff like that. But um, yeah, like a lot of basically most of the Strath boys um like were still like receive me well and were like um happy to hear that like Latrobe was going well. Um, no one really gave yeah. time or anything. So um, I think a I'm few- because only like when I played when I played against when I played against Eagle Hawk because that's where I played my juniors is where I kind of cop it the most. And you don't expect that. Cause sometimes I don't ever think that I've actually played there because of like what you experience on the pitch. Yeah. Because I reckon you and I would have played my first ever game at Strath. Um, a few years ago, we played at Eagle Hawk and it was just a bummer. I got subbed off because it was just too much. Yeah. Just the shit that kind of happens throughout because they don't um, they don't look at you the same way as what they used to. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I don't really remember that game, but um, I do remember you at Strath though. Right. Playing together. Yeah, mate. I remember you lose, um, missing that penalty to get the twos into the grand final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting one about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, like I still remember it because that would have been I would have I would have got a medal, but obviously you decided to miss. Um, you decided it wasn't your day, and you missed that penalty <laughs> to get get us through. Yeah, I've actually got the stats on that season. I had a had a like written down a few notes before the podcast. Did you um, actually? Because that's yes. like yeah. So that that year was 2015. Played, I played. 16 games in the seniors, and then I played 21 yeah. games in the youth that year. Um, and obviously that was my – I was obviously focusing on youth and seniors. And then yeah. um, I played a, a reserves game during the middle of the year. And then I think that, that seniors – I think it was the League Cup, and I somehow found myself in the reserve team because I think they were trying to boost it a bit. And then we obviously went to extra yeah. time. Um, and then drew after extra time. And then I think, uh, I, I, I can't remember what penalty I took, but I think it was the fourth penalty. Oh, it was the last one. It was number oh, four and number five. Yeah. It was like Fringalia on the hill. Yeah. I remember it clearly. And yeah, I, I won't tell everyone where I go, but I always pick the same spot with my penalties. And then obviously I, I kicked it sort of straight at the goal. You got bottom left. Bottom right, actually. Bottom right. Yeah. I reckon you, you hit yours over. You blasted it. Yeah. Yeah, and then I hit bottom right. Oh, I, I, I went for bottom right, but I sort of hit it over the cross. I can't really remember. I sort of yeah. obviously put that, it out yeah. of memory. I mean, yeah, but that, obviously missing that penalty still gave you a spot on the team of the year, though, for the league, which is which is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Somehow I found myself in team of the year after after that blemish, but... Um, yeah. Can't complain. <laughs> yeah, I'd so... take it. Surely that'd be a goal this year, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, like in terms of... Yeah, if we get a season... Um, Individuals like yeah, there is a season individually. Like you want to be seen as one of the best players in the league. Or get your belt, get yourself back to that position. Yeah, I think um, yeah, like coming back to soccer, like my skills were definitely off, so I didn't feel like I was like uh, a great player, um, like I used to be, just because yeah. I played it for a few years. Um, and then yeah, I think my goals for this year would have been to um, have a full season, sort of without injury, because obviously injury let me down a lot last year. Um, and I sort of let the team yeah. down, let the team down as well because I was sort of um, one of the leaders in the back line. And then when I sort of didn't play, we sort of leaked a lot of goals. So I sort of felt pretty responsible for it. Um, and then yeah, right. um, yeah, like being seen as a good a good player would be nice. But I think the um, our team performing well would be probably my main goal as well. I'd love to see us um, knock off a few good teams. Um, and then yeah, mate, you're a team player. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. And well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, um. The season kicks off then, and you get that, and um, you get the results as a team that you require to make the finals. If there is a final, there is a final series, because yeah. I'd like to see you guys go all the way through. Yeah, exactly. Then chuck me team in team of the year as well, and have a bit of me time. A, a bit of me time, mate. Yeah. I thought you were going to get best and fairest. Yeah, yeah, and the best and fairest too. We can just chuck it all. Yeah, because someone <laughs> said you were paying the referees this season, doing a Daniel Purdy. <laughs> nah, no way. I think. Um, I sort of I probably knew the referees the most because I had played a lot of soccer before and like for example Ely, yeah. I used to play soccer with Ely when I was a young kid at Strathdale so um, I used to always suck up to Ely when we played him and had him had him on our side. So you kind of okay fair that's a smart way of doing it. See I'm the opposite. I usually get carded by just going off on retaliating like he's doing things that I shouldn't be doing. Yeah yeah. It's just not. But I guess it's when you and I are different. Like I'm more. 
I don't really feel more respectful on the pitch than what I than what I ever was. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, nice. I used to have a lot of me time. It was always about me when I played. Yeah. I was like local soccer. But anyways, thanks for thanks for uh, joining us on the podcast today as well, Ben. Um, That's right. Be glad to have you again. Um, hopefully, Ben um, Ben Han can be with us next time. Um, and hopefully by then soccer season will start. So yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Thanks for having me. Too easy. Well. Thanks for joining us. Awesome. Too easy. Thanks. See ya.